0: What's going on everybody? Welcome to Comics Collective. My name is Nick. My name is Quinn and this is Sunny. And it is another sunny day in, well, I just said sunny right after sunny. Huh. Right. Okay. S U N N Y. Right. Um, it's 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 a day. It's a nighttime. It's the sunny day as we say here at Comics Collective. It's another episode on tonight's episode we are going to be talking about um what comics we have been reading hence the name of the podcast and then also we are going to be discussing uh one story that we would choose to be adapted into a movie through any of our favorite comics um but before we go ahead and get into that i want you to pull out your ipad pull out your cell phone Pull out that burner phone that you got hidden from your wife. Go follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Twitter, Comics Collect i 3, and Instagram and Facebook, at Comics Collective. They've come a long way with this burner phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Ah, oh, man. All right. Well, Let's go ahead and... It will be your Valentine's Dirty Secret. It's fine. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go ahead and kick it off with uh, what stories we uh, would like to see made into movies. Um, Quinn, you had the helm for the idea, buddy. Why don't you go ahead and start us off here?
1: oh man so i had so many that i wanted to see uh i was trying to steer away from ongoing series but um i have a really cool sequel idea uh they would have to set it up but i would love to see superior spider-man as a as a movie adaptation or a show idea i think it would be really cool to see that contrast of dr octopus trying to Uh, do things his way in Spider-Man's body and realizing that that wasn't going to work and uh, having to become that hero. But he's definitely got that harder edge on him and he still was doing things kind of shady, but ends up getting adoration from J. Jonah Jameson, you know, spider Man's biggest uh, detractor. Um, That series just really spoke to me. And I always thought that would make for such a cool episode of like a Spider-Man TV show. Um, So I would really like to see that. That would be a really cool arc for a TV show.
0: Oh, yeah, Uh, I agree. Um, I think uh, out of everything that I have read thus far uh, in the past year, at least, um, I'm definitely going to have to go with no surprise here. I would absolutely love to see a death metal movie. Yeah, that'd be wild. Yeah, that would be absolutely (laughs) fucking wild. Um,
1: And what's funny is that, like, they have a lot of the bones for that already, even if it was just an animated show, because for Death Metal, they actually did, like, little YouTube things where they, like, recorded a whole soundtrack for the comic mm -hmm. book. And then they like set it to like moving pictures from the comic book. All they gotta do is animate that man.
0: Yeah, I mean that would be one animated uh, movie. If they made that, that would definitely be one that I would jump right on and watch. I would absolutely do that. Um, it's got to be rated R. Right? Yeah, no, you cannot.
2: Uh, does it have to be rated R? Because the book, the book wasn't really like bad.
1: It's just dark. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of uh, if I was to to, to uh, put it to the same tone of something. I think it would be like Batman the animated series or that Spawn look to it. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: um, yeah. yeah. I, I think that we we couldn't do anything less than rated R. I mean, I know the, it's mostly subject matter about it that's like really mm-hmm. gory and stuff like that. But I think they could. I I think they could also make it gory too.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. I I dig that.
0: What about you, Sonny?
1: What about you, Sonny?
2: Um, I was while you was talking, I was going to look mine up because I just I'm I'm not familiar with the title. I don't want to say the wrong thing. What's the guy's name that does kick ass, guys? Mark Millar. Thank you. I put Miles Millar and shit. (laughs) Wrong guy. <laughs> um, my dude, the the show that I like, Quinn put me onto the book. It was called, um, what's this shit called? Star, Stardust? Star, mm. uh, what's that book called? Starlight? Is it Starlight? Yeah. I think it's yes. Starlight. Yeah. It's a female. Yeah. Star, Starlight's got a, a guy in it. Um, it's like Buck Rogers.
1: So it's like star. Uh, so I so, know. Uh, then that's. I don't think that's the book that you're talking about. Then I'm looking at it. Starlight. Starlight. Uh,
2: okay. Yeah. Um, so Starlight is about a guy. He was like kind of like a Buck Rogers type thing. If, you, if dating myself, if you really know who Buck Rogers is, he was a person that was taken out of his out of his regular surroundings, like a fish out of water story. And he was taken and teleported to another planet, kind of like Adam Strange. And he became a hero there. He was there for 40 years. And then he came back married, and now his life is like born. His wife is dead, and everybody's just gone. And like all of a sudden, the planet that he saved 40 years ago comes back to him because someone else has come to take over the planet. And he goes, he goes off to just eventually because he feels like a hero again. And then he comes back, and it's just like really cool to see an old guy come back and be like, all right, this is not right. I'm going to take care of it and do this type, of, and you know what I mean? Fix the wrongs that I left not done 40 years ago. So I think that's really cool and <laughs> shit. Um, the synopsis is, 40 years ago, Duke McQueen saved an alien race from destruction back on Earth. Nobody believed his story. Now his kids are grown, his wife has passed on, and life has little to offer. Until the day a strange boy from the world he once saved makes makes an appearance coercing uh uh Duke to join on one last adventure. So that's a it's a really good book. You put me on to it. And um Yes,
1: I thought you actually knew that it actually is being adapted.
2: <laughs> well it, it seems it be a bit adapted, but I read this book when it came when I got a trade for it a while ago and it's yes. still nothing no word on it. So that's why I wasn't yeah, you know. But that would be... It. Nope, they, Go ahead.
1: Yeah, they they just confirmed uh, February 2nd. I had to look it up because I remember I saw a list of all of the things that were being developed over at Netflix. Mark Millar, if you guys didn't know, uh, has a has a running deal with Netflix. Netflix is publishing comics for him and he's doing TV series for, for them. So they have Jupiter's Legacy coming, they have Super Crooks coming, they have American Jesus coming, they have Starlight coming, they have the Magic Order coming, uh, and then they have what was the other one? Oh, Hawk, which was a really good Superman story.
2: Yeah, so the book came out. I liked it. Um, Quinn put me on with it, and it was like I was just amazed by it because it did remind me of the vibe of uh, Buck Rogers because I used to watch that when I was a kid. And um, I think it will be really good when it comes if it, when it, hopefully whenever it comes out and make a movie because it can just be one and done. Just like don't try to make a series. It's one and done. Have people come to the movie theater. Love the movie and be done with it. Um, do y'all have like any other ones or is it just just those movies that, those shows that you talk um, thought about?
1: Dude, there are so many other things that I would love to see on the screen. Um, I mean, just thinking like heroes that I would like to see get another shot. I would really love to see another Green Lantern movie that's actually done correctly. Um, because what was was done was horrible. <laughs> um and then uh, I, I always talk about it. Uh, Sonny, I know I, I also got you onto this book. I think Saga would make for a really good uh, like Amazon series, honestly.
2: Yeah. Um, another book you told me about was Southern Bastards. That would be an awesome yes, TV show.
1: I was, I was going to bring that one up, mm-hmm. and that would definitely be like a Fox or an FX show that would do really well. Because it doesn't really need Never Fox. a lot of special effects. Never Fox.
2: Fox will cancel it you uh, like like stars or something. Yeah, Fox, yeah, Fox mean, will cancel that shit real fast.
1: Well, it only needs a season, which is why I was saying that like it didn't really need to go on too long. Um, but Nick, have you ever uh, have you read Southern? Ever read Southern Masters? Mm-hmm. I th- oh man, okay. you, you, you,
2: you, I think you would like that.
1: Yeah, so it, it takes place in the South. Obviously, uh, it's being it, it's uh, written by. Uh, the person who's currently writing Avengers uh, and the and the artist of most of the spider books from the last couple of years.
2: Um,
1: and basically what it's about is uh, this guy comes back to his hometown who that he left like years ago because someone in his family was like lynched and murdered. And so um, he's trying to get to the bottom as to what happened because of course everyone in the town puts their head down and basically says it's a freak accident. And he knows what that something definitely happened. Uh, and it's all about this corrupt uh, high school football coach who's, like, the godfather of this town <laughs> and uses, like, the football team, like, the high school football team to, like, enforce justice on this town. Mm, mm. <laughs> and it's really crazy. Every Everyone, literally everybody, is in the back pocket of this coach. <laughs> and, um... It's just this one guy and this giant tree branch that he uses as a baseball bat to bash in as many heads as he can trying to find answers as to what happened to his son. It's really cool. Jesus.
2: <laughs> yeah, but um, wait, it's a, I, think it would, I think if it was a TV show, I think it would last about four seasons.
1: You think so? Yeah, because I mean, it really wasn't all that long. It was just about three trades worth of content. Four trades. Four trades, yeah. yeah was, but then the fourth, the fourth trade is just about Coach Boss's like upbringing, I guess. Uh, you, I mean, you wouldn't have to put that in there, but it, it's a really good series. So let me tell you, I'm I'm actually kind of mad at Marvel because because they both got deals at Marvel, the book has been put on hiatus and it hasn't finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they can bring the daughter into it too. Yes,
0: which was going to be the next story arc, sadly. Yeah, well, since we're talking about uh, stuff that's not necessarily um, mainstream Marvel DC stuff, um, I definitely would like to see uh, American Vampire 1976. I've been reading that, I think that would do. Uh, yeah very well nowadays especially uh, now i really want to go back and read the original american vampire before because this well, is before, a prequel yeah um well i want to
1: i want to hand you the book severed which is just a one and done book um, but it, that was the the book that scott snyder did before he did american vampire um, and that was the book that got him like interested in doing more vampire stuff uh, but that one's really cool. It's about a traveling salesman who always like takes up like young kids as his, uh, as his like uh second in command or whatever you want to call it. His, he, his, uh, you know, salesman and training and, uh, with, with the, the idea of like grooming them to then eat them later. Hmm. Uh, it was, re- it was really cool. And like the whole book looks like it's almost painted. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, but yes, American vampire would be so good as either a TV show or a movie, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean, the stuff stuff with the prequel right now, especially because, I mean, the main character from the original American Vampire has given up his immortality, and essentially he is now wandering the earth, kind of just like waiting to die, and then he comes across his brother and someone else he knew from his past, and they, they ask him for help doing something, and then he gets caught in this whole big mess. And mm-hmm. demons start coming back and shit, and it's pretty wild, man. I mean, uh, they 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 kill Dracula, so I was like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> hot damn. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, uh, yeah. Speaking of Dracula type shit, well, um, Dominic, uh, God, what's the name of that show? There's another book Quentin put me on with. It's called Dominic Fortune or some shit like that. When a guy had all the different ghosts, the thirteen ghosts. Thirteen ghosts. Yeah, so had yeah, thirteen ghosts. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. That could be a TV show too. I missed that. But.
1: Yeah, that was that was really cool. Yeah, that was a that was a guy who could channel uh, different things, like uh, like he he could channel a ghost of Sherlock Holmes to basically take over his body, or another one be like a ninja, or another one would be something else. And they almost had a movie just like that that Image did. Uh, called Cowboy Ninja Vikings. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and and sadly, because of the pandemic and because of a lot of script issues, they ended up dropping the movie entirely. But man, we were so close to having something just like that, where someone could channel like different, like people throughout history or, or different like, you know, things where like one's a shogun warrior. One's like a, like a ninja one's a cowboy. It, you know, it's, it, it, it sounded so cool. And I read the book and I was so excited about it. And then they dropped them all.
2: <laughs> Damn. What was
1: the, what was the book know. called again? So I can write that shit down. All one word. Cowboy Ninja Viking.
2: <laughs> Cause uh, Chris Pratt was supposed to do it. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> God, remember you when he was going to be Indiana Jones? Good times. No, I think that was that was that was
2: just a talk. He wasn't good. he wasn't enough for that. That was just running them,
1: talking out their asses and shit god i'll never i'll never forget I mean, Decided one. that shia labeouf was gonna be his son oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Just still shaking my fist at that movie years later <laughs> <laughs> you know it's bad when my dad is an indiana jones fan we owned all of those movies and recently i was purging movies to like donate to goodwill <laughs> and i was like hey dad can we like give this one away he was like yeah
0: <laughs> yep, yeah yep. <we> <laughs> get that shit out of here oh man uh all right I think uh but
1: uh but yeah, I think we beat beat that one to death. I'm sure we could go on and on and on. I'm you know, I'm really glad before we move on that I had a hard time with this question mm. because they have done so many adaptations of so many things I never thought I'd see on the big screen or the small screen. Like I never I never thought I'd ever see kick-ass. I never thought I'd see the boys. I never thought um I would see half the things I see on TV. And that's the thing, is that it doesn't need to be mainstream to sell anymore.
0: Mm-mm. Just Not at designed, all. I don't mean, you know it,
1: To write it, shit and make it good Right So like And that's the cool thing about Mark Millar Is that he always wrote his comic books As series, So that he could be done with it Put it on the shelf And then when it sells well You can go to Hollywood and be like Hey like this sold really well Here's my numbers And I don't even need to write you a script Because here it is in, in the hand with storyboards Right <laughs> and so that's how he got this deal with Netflix. He was just like, look at all these popular comic books I have, and it's called Malar World. Do you want to buy it? And they were like, heck yeah, because everybody wants superhero stuff. Too. Yep. Yeah. And it, like, if it's not Marvel or DC, then you've got to negotiate for somebody else's stuff. And that's where like things like Malar World or Image comes in or Boom or Dynamite. And so now everyone gets to share in that pie, and things don't get so stale because it's not all superhero stuff either. God look at uh, uh, Umbrella Academy how well that's doing on Netflix. I still never in a, never in a million years thought that that show would ever get made but here we right. are. And I'm really happy about it.
2: Yeah I still haven't read I still
1: haven't finished the first season. Mm, that's
0: good. It's good.
1: But anyway, let's move on to our second topic. Let's start with Guardians of the Galaxy. Nick, what's going
0: on with that? Guardians of the Galaxy, man. Uh, it's pretty good. It's definitely good. Um, so, just the base start off of everything um, essentially, Peter Quill's not around anymore. Um, Rocket Raccoon is off doing his own stuff. He's doing stuff with um, by himself. And then he. Comes back together with Moon Dragon, comes back together with um, Jesus Christ Gamora, and then also Hercules gets involved. Um, there are some definitely some uh, odd side stories that happen. Um, Marvel Boy, Marvel Boy or Marvel Boy. Marvel boy Marvel boy Marvel Mar- 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 boy Mar-
1: Marvel is what he's been no, no Marvel no he's been going by okay. yeah. no no novolves
0: are yeah. um he gets involved as well and there's a there's a whole issue of them trying mm-hmm. to solve a murder that happens when they're at uh some council I can't remember what the name of the council was but uh the scrolls were there the Kree were there they were all there um, but the main yeah, it, it was it was a weird side tangent thing that they did. Um, but the main story now that Star Lord is back and he's <coughs> excuse me, um, everybody's super super happy. Um, and then he has come back to fight Null or help fight Null. It was the main thing that he came back for. Um so I mean it, it's been pretty cool man I definitely never I mean I never read a Guardians of the Galaxy book before so jumping into this and then having you know no Star Lord in it for the most part up until I think we're on issue 13 maybe
1: mm, Uh Guardians not not yet it's that's going to be coming next month which is why I wanted to talk about today yeah. new players. the
2: last issue was 10 the last issue was released yeah was
1: so, um, yeah, we got some new players. It looks like uh, we're, we're getting Super Scroll, We're getting Hulkling. We're getting um, uh, two different... Uh, Cap- uh, Cap- uh, not Captain Marvel. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, now you have have me say right? Captain Marvel. Uh, two different Quasars on the team, mm. which everyone's kind of trying to figure out how that's happening because the original Quasar did not have the Quantum Bands. He gave it to the girl. And so how they're both on the team, maybe there's two sets of Quantum Bands because they both have them on their arms. Um, And then we have Dr. Doom and Super Scroll on the team. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what really caught me. And it looks like it says, New team, our rules. New Age of Space begins April 2021. Um, It looks like a really stacked team. I want to say there's something like... I don't know. Almost twenty people on this team. Mm-hmm. If it's if it is just one team, I I wonder, because uh, each one looks like it's maybe a section of an of a different cover for thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm wondering if something happens and they split the team off into three, because it looks like if I was to guess, Star Lord is is the team leader for one. Mm-hmm. Rocket looks like team leader for the other. Mm-hmm. And I'm wonder, I'm wondering if uh, Drax is the leader of that other team, which is the one that features like Hercules and uh, Marvel Boy and one of the Quasars and uh, what is her name? The other Vel? Phyla Vel. It's uh, Captain, Phyla- Captain Marvel's Captain Mal- Captain daughter. Yes. And she's looking like... She's looking like, um, uh, Photon, which is crazy with the white hair, black skin, with the stars on, all over her
0: body. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm trying to now, I'm wondering how they're getting to this <clears throat> or what they're going to do to lead up to this or get to this scenario because you know, no, yeah, nothing I'm just wondering if it's one big team, yeah, because or... nothing that they've done so far would lead up to any of those. I mean, aside, Hercules has been a pretty consistent player but no one else has really been a consistent player you know the last issue was when you know star lord came back and all that stuff and it just talked about his journey on where he was and what happened so Mm -hmm. Hmm.
1: if i was to make a really a really serious guess right now because i'm seeing one two three people that have been key players recently in like the greater landscape of the Marvel Universe. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at uh, Wiccan, Scroll, and Hulkling. I'm wondering if this crew of Guardians of the Galaxy, although they are people that we have seen before,
2: I'm wondering. Other
1: than Doctor Doom, I really have no idea why. <laughs> I have no idea. Um,
2: I have no idea why Hercules is there.
1: But um, <laughs> I Nick could probably answer that. But um, my my guess is that the Cree scroll empire is now a thing and so they need people to go out and do things that maybe they would have red tape on and i imagine that this team is somehow in official capacity part of the, the kree scroll empire
0: probably i could see yeah. that
1: but again why is dr doom
0: there i have no freaking yeah And i mean and hercules <laughs> is there because uh what was it um I like I Mar- like his new look. Though. Yeah, yeah, they had to uh, rescue. I think Marvel from or Marvel Boy or whatever you want to call him. They had, they, had Mar- to, Marvel Boy. they had to they had to rescue him, and they uh, asked Hercules for help, and then he just never really left.
1: Huh, okay, sure it's got long flowing hair now so that's a thing
2: <laughs> yeah last time I saw him he had like the man bun thing and I thought that look was cool too it was a nice little updated look for Hercules and shit but I'm just waiting for him to show up in the Marvel universe the Marvel Cinematic cause if you can't if they're gonna stop using Thor at some point which I doubt but they can bring him in there and he can be like a, a demigod or whatever the year supposed to be which is fine cause need more gods in that position Especially when he's drunk. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going to... I love drunk Hercules. <laughs> it's... So, so, all right, I finally found the official synopsis today. It's pretty much exactly what I just speculated. Mm-hmm. So it says, The galaxy no longer needs heroes, it needs superheroes. Now deputized by the Galactic Council, the Guardians need new members to tackle the deadliest threats yet. One of Marvel's premier cosmic crusaders, Wendell, Wendell Vaughn, the original Quasar, makes his long-awaited return to answer the call what could possibly cause the maniacal Doctor Doom to join their ranks. So there you go.
0: <laughs> jesus christ that's, so that's crazy.
1: yeah i <laughs> i don't know but it got me interested so now i want to go back and read this series mm-hmm. uh so so thanks marvel for uh for for dragging me into a series i purposefully did not pick up at the time <laughs> they were like yeah we we thought you we we knew you thought it was stupid but here's this cool thing <laughs> I'm like, all right, you got me. I'll read it. It's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: but if I but if I was to guess, I think this is going to be the next big thing for Al Ewing. Yeah. Considering that Hulk is very, very, very close to being done, as far as I know, it's on what issue forty-five?
2: Mortal Hulk
0: is on issue. <laughs> I love that not, that's another one that's getting <laughs> 40, really good. 43.
1: 43. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So we only have a few more issues left to 50. So
0: Shit,
1: I don't think I read this, this Probably where he's... Oh
0: man, it's
1: Yeah, so he's he's going to be shoving his focus into that.
0: Yeah, it, it's good, man. Uh essentially, I won't spoil anything, but Banner's Banner's not there right now and it's just uh Joe fix it um in Banner's body mm-hmm. and uh Hulk's extremely weak and skinny and it's it's wild, man. It's pretty wild.
2: Yeah, I like Joe Fix it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. He's uh definitely a funny character.
2: I would a love a Joe Fix a comic book. Just him. Joe Fix it. Just him walking around
0: <laughs> separated from the
1: Hulk. Oh my God.
0: All right, let's uh let's go ahead and dive right into and kind of cover this a little quicker. Um, the comics we've been reading this week. Uh, I know it's been light on the Marvel side, uh, but uh yes and no. <laughs> but uh, Quinn, since uh, you're the guy who's not reading DC, uh, what, what's what we got going on on Marvel this week?
1: Um, so what I did read is, um, I really enjoyed the, they had a Black Knight one-shot. Uh, we don't know exactly why, because it wasn't explained in the issue. I guess we'll find out in the main book. But, um, the, the sword that Black Knight wields, um, is, is needed by Null because he knows that is one of the very few things that can kill him. Mm-hmm. And so, because of that, um, Black Knight is uh is trying to get to battle. However, he has long since not been an Avenger. Um, so it it was an interesting issue. It had like I was telling Sonny when I when I first read it. Um, it has some characters I'm not super familiar with. It was some of the characters that I didn't know if they were gonna stick around for very long. It was some of the Asian American superheroes, because most of the issue takes place, I think, in China. Hmm. But um, Anyway, Black Knight ends up being kind of a uh, the butt of their jokes because he's always been known as like the crazy Avenger that got kicked out. To by the end of it, them having like a like a like a respect almost for him, right. uh, not not quite like a mentor, mm-hmm. but someone for them to aspire to. Considering one of them, I forget what his name is, uh, who is another sword wheeler, wielder himself with a cosmic sword, um, kind of sees himself in him. Hmm. Um, so it was, it was a really interesting issue. Uh, it's got me on board for the miniseries that's coming by the exact same creative team after this is all over. Yeah. Um, so I'll definitely be following that. Um, otherwise, Spider-Man was also really, really good. Uh, Spider-Man's remained really good. Um, this whole issue was about Martin uh, Martin Lee and his battle with um, uh, he... he has since purged out the Mr. Min- Mr. Negative um out of his own soul and it is pretty much li- it's it's literally haunting him. Uh it's like a giant angry uh asian cloud in the sky that is trying to take over his body again and um i forget what his soldiers are called that all dress in oni masks but they were coming after Aunt May and Martin Lee in the feast center, and it, it, the whole issue is about like Aunt May explaining to him that like just because he's done, you know, bad things in the past doesn't make him a bad person because he was like a vessel for this evil spirit. Right. Um, and I thought it was just it was just really really well done. I like that Nick Spencer can take a take an issue or two, uh, focusing in on the main story, but it doesn't always have to be about Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that's really interesting when they do those. They've had a couple of issues where, like, Boomerang was the main character, or Aunt May, or, like, Robbie Robertson. Um, so, like, uh, anyway, it, it's, it's caught my attention quite a bit. And also, uh, Norman Osborn going on the straight and narrow. Uh, it focuses a little bit on him um, having Liz Allen basically come to see what her husband has become. Right. And she has a total meltdown about it, and I feel really bad for her because she finally thought that they were going to have a normal life. Yeah, she's been dealing, dealing with this shit for years now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it was it was just a really powerful issue. Um, and that is all I had in my box this week. Uh, I'm going to keep you guys updated, but I have finished uh, Batman White Knight. I thought it was so good that I had to go pick up the next thing right away. So I uh so I'm now reading Curse of the White Knight and I am about three issues in on that. Nice. Um I I love the I'm, I'm doing like an issue a night just as like light reading before I go to bed. But um I, I really like the dynamic of how they inserted Azreel into Batman's lore where it wasn't there in the last book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that there's possibly some kind of history there. Uh, between the Waynes and the Arkhams, which is what we're alluding, that he is part of that family, right? Um, so yeah, it's it definitely caught my attention. I just really like this world, and I wish that they could uh, not rush but quickly get a third volume out if that's possible because I need to read that, <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. Um, I'm definitely. Like you said, I'm, I'm glad that they took this and it just t- turned Batman into this completely different thing. I mean, we all know that Batman causes more... I mean, any superhero, for the most part, causes more destruction than anything. And to finally put somebody in yeah. that light in that series is definitely another take that I am happy to see.
1: Yeah, I'm very curious to see who these elite people are because the the african-american woman in the book
0: uh-huh.
1: i would have sworn was amanda waller until her until she said her name was ruth yeah <laughs> um so i'm really i'm really curious to see who this woman is who's like the part of what do they call themselves the elite uh-huh. Yeah. uh so yeah there, there's a lot going on there and i'm i'm really intrigued I've, I've got a i've got a ways to go and i also have mr freeze one shot as well yeah um but yeah, I'm, I'm still enjoying that. I want to keep updating you guys weekly on that, but I'm really enjoying
0: it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I am definitely all about the future state. Um, I'm not doing every single future state thing. Uh, my main ones are the Batman, Superman, Flash, and Wonder Woman, a couple of um, shots from those. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Wonder Woman, not not uh, i think it's just regular i think it's just called wonder woman the one with the um, mm-hmm. african american one um yeah. yeah i can't remember her name off the top of my head now but Nubia, it's a new so. yes um yeah but yeah man that's that's been pretty cool she essentially um, is trying to get into hell um, so she can get one of her um you know one of her friends back so we, take, we go on that journey. She gets into hell, and then she ends up getting her back, and it's just this big battle that she has to go through. Oh, oh, so yeah, I mean, right. hmm? that's that, that's the Brazilian Wonder Woman you're talking about. The Brazilian one, yeah. Sorry,
2: yeah, the Brazilian, not the black one. The black one's Nubia. This one is uh, Yara Floor. Yes, Yara. There we go. Right, Yara. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, new, newbie was in the, the back shot of the other Wonder Woman mission she's in, but
0: dying. Yes. Was yes um mm-hmm. okay yara right. yeah yes. Yes. Okay, so. yeah so i got you man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was good though
2: i, I like <laughs> I, it it started off rough in the beginning and then yeah um, it got better when they got settled with the mm-hmm. what
0: was her job and shit. i like that yeah i mean i would like that's it that's one of the characters that i would like to stick around because she was Definitely not your typical Wonder Woman. You know, she was more straightforward and more uh, uh quirky, more quirky, I would say, mm-hmm. than anything. Isn't
1: that the Wonder Woman that just had a canceled?
0: Yeah, show? which I didn't even know was in production, which would have been pretty I cool. Didn't,
1: I didn't either, but yeah, uh, maybe it maybe it'll live on at some point. Yeah, it wasn't picked up.
0: That's crazy. Um, the. the
1: Wonder Woman's had a lot of trouble past up TV because there was another Wonder Woman show that only got one episode. It was huh. a pilot. It didn't even get, it didn't even yeah. series. Over it was just a
0: pilot, right? Uh, maybe she's just not for, meant for the little screen, man. Maybe she's just meant for the big screen. I don't know if it anyone might, really wants
2: well, her. My issue with that they kept calling like they were going to call the show Wonder Girl, when clearly she's not Wonder Girl. She's Wonder Woman. It, was just, right. it was always one of the things where it goes back to people being like. Oh,
0: isn't Diana one Woman? I'm like, oh, come on. I guess i got to be spoilt on the fucking I mean, it's also I know. also like the whole I mean, I don't know if this is the exact same situation, but it's like the can we just get Batman? No, you're going to give us Batwoman and you're going to give us Supergirl, which you finally gave us Superman, but you're not going to, you know, give us Batman. Like, it's just give us give us the hero. Just give him to right. us. Mm-hmm. um but aside from that you know you got flash flash ended very very good um i was will that, not comp what's that was that was that two
2: issues or just was it
0: just two and it was done yeah it was it was uh just two issues um <laughs> or maybe it was it was two or three i can't remember off the top of my head but it, it was still really good um right essentially mm-hmm. Essentially, throughout the whole thing, uh, Barry doesn't really have or doesn't have his speed. So what he has to do is use all of his enemies' weapons to try to um, save Wally from this demon or whatever has taken him over and is Mm -hmm. going around and killing people. Um, But yeah, man, there's a a really epic fight at the end where he uses like the, the rainbow gun. Mirror Master's weapons and like everybody's weapons to fight him and all that stuff. But it's making me think that I definitely have to pick up Teen Titans, which I did not choose to read because at the end of it, it says, uh, see Teen Titans future state. So, hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, that was one of the good. ones I didn't like.
2: <laughs> Teen Titans? Yeah, I didn't like Teen Titans.
0: Yeah, because I mean, I I saw at the end of the book it had a picture of a cyber beast, I think is what they called him. Yeah, cyber beast. Cyber beast. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yep. Um, But uh, I've also been reading Superman and Metropolis, um, which is, eh, it's not that great. It's okay. Uh, Essentially. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. john is you know pr- protecting metropolis instead of uh clark and uh he gets in this fight about protecting it and shrinking it down and then uh cara comes in and says you can't fucking shrink this and take it away and try to protect it which it, it was just it was very weird
1: so like um uh, uh
0: like honey i shrunk the kids Granny
1: no, like a uh, Candle.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The, the bottled the bottled city. Yeah, yeah. He did exactly what
0: Brainiac did and shit. Um. Yeah. And then, but one of the ones that I did pick up that what the first issue came out last week, I think, or the week before that was Batman Superman. Uh, that was pretty good, man. Um, I mean, it wasn't like super action heavy, but it has this one thing mystery that they're trying to solve where these people have these like devices they can put on their neck and it'll change their head into an animal any animal they want to disguise like their face (laughs) but it has a, a side effect that the more you use it the more like it'll affect you so this one kid that was using it when he took it off anytime he got like angry or something like that he would start growing horns again and what book is it? Batman, Superman, Future State. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, it's pretty cool. They, you know that they're they're pow and they're solving a mystery, find out who's behind all this. It's it's definitely pretty good, man. Um, but being a big Batman fan, the uh, I'll cut this one real short. Batman and Dark Detective. Uh, I'm gonna slap them together here. Uh first off, I definitely agree with Sonny with his consistency on saying that Luke Fox's Batman should just be a thing. I, yeah, he's good. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. He's good. Um, I I like how they throughout the book he has like this thing that he's always talking to himself, like this is what I need to do next. This is what I need to do next. And it's like he's going through it in his head as for you know, Batman just kind of, you know, goes with the flow and has his own thing going on, but he has to like really think about what he's going to do and then execute it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I like that little twist to it. Um, and then Dark Detective is is good is really good as well. Uh, Quinn, have you read either of the Batman or the Dark Detective ones?
1: So I haven't read that. I, I kept up with the first issues of both, mm-hmm. but I haven't I haven't um, seen the, the other
0: ones Gotcha yeah I mean the dark detective is pretty cool um you know essentially Bruce Wayne is supposed to be dead but he's not really dead and Batman's supposed to be dead obviously he's not really dead um but then yeah yeah, so I mean he's like oh excuse me he's going through and trying to figure out how they knew you know because the what are they called Willie the mat magistrate Magistry. Yeah. The Magistry. So, um, the peacemaker number one was the one who yeah, pe- supposedly pe- killed piece- Bruce Wayne. Go ahead. Yeah. Peacekeeper. Peace keep, peace keep pe- one Peacekeeper. Yeah. Um, supposedly killed Bruce Wayne and they knew that he. they supposedly knew he was Batman. So now he's trying to figure out how the hell they knew that and like he's getting deeper and deeper into it. And then in the most recent issue that I read, um, it turns out that they have been sending these like tiny, tiny robots, like fly robots that have been keeping an eye on everybody throughout the entire city. So now he's kind of narrowing down that that's probably how they knew, but he's trying to still figure it out. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Okay. Yeah.
1: It kind of reminds me of like uh like a nine like a 1984 situation. Mm-hmm. Where like everyone is under surveillance constantly and like you disappear if you say something wrong about the government
0: <laughs> I mean yeah I mean it's it's kind of like that man I mean they have the, the you know to do the shoot to kill for the mask and all that shit so it's pretty crazy gotcha yeah. um but
1: I'm here for it yeah I'm here for it I'm I'm like I said I'm planning on getting the ones that I hear the best reception for mm. Um, like, uh, I was, I was telling Sonny the other day, the, the books I've heard the most about so far is, uh, the two Batman books, Mm -hmm. uh, the Wonder Woman book and, um, Swamp Thing. I've heard that's like one of the best books.
0: Yeah. I was kind of, I didn't pick up Swamp Thing. So I'm going to see if, you know, I can go ahead and pick that Uh, up. uh,
1: Yeah i'm I'm surprised that uh anybody picked it up to even say that it was like really good, yeah. but apparently it's getting very good reception, so
0: yeah, um, I'm here for it that's fine. oh yeah, Sonny, what about you, buddy? I know I kinda uh, I went on a tangent there. What would you read, bud? no, it was all right, man um
1: now you have to be twice as long and
0: go no, just,
2: <laughs> I read uh task Force number three this week. Um, they introduced a new Korean superhero in that story, which was pretty cool. He's like Superman. I can't remember his name right now, but so now Taskmaster's is still trying to get these uh, get these moments down so he can uh, copy them so he can get into this computer. So it's like three different people in the world they have access to this computer, and Nick Fury Nick Fury Jr. got to Deadpool to uh, try to find out who these guys were and you know, mimic them so he when he goes to the computer screen, he can mimic and find out who killed Maria Uh mm-hmm. so again Black Widow caught up with him and because of, of course he's scared shitless of Black Widow for some reason. But you know, <laughs> he's like, all right, I gotta get out of here. And he does something and makes her the new superhero pass out. And he like, I could just cut up, he's like a nice little monologue to himself. I could just cut up throat right now and be done with it. But I ain't gonna do that. He scribbled on the wall, I did not kill Muriel Hill, and that's when it ended. So that that was a really good issue. I think like a lot of the super villain combo books are being really good, like Juggernaut's good, Taskmaster's good. Um last time we had a super villain combo, I think, what well, the last I remember was uh Dr. Doom's Iron Man. That book was that book was mm-hmm. really good. Uh Superior Spider-Man was really good. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, a lot of those books are great um, Daredevil 27 came out That was awesome The King in Black tie-in uh, The symbiote took over The symbiote broke into the prison Took over Daredevil And uh, he was talking to Noel the whole time It was like he overcame it It was it was just like crazy If you're reading Daredevil Just keep reading it Because it's going to have a, a, a big thing happen At the end of it for both uh, Dan and Electra
0: uh yeah, I gotta pick up my oh, fucking sorry, Daredevil, man. I was just I was just saying I gotta yeah. pick up my Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil's really
2: good. Um I read Dark, Dark Detective number three, where Dark, well, the Dark Detective met uh Luke uh Luke Luke uh, Luke, uh, Luke Fox, the new Batman. And mm-hmm. they had a little conundrum. They're talking to each other, they, they could tell they respect each other, they size each other up. But he doesn't know he's Bruce Wayne and He's like, yeah, you're being an imposter. I'm Batman. And he's like, I know who you are. And it was like this whole thing between like the dialogue between both of them, was pretty yeah. cool. Um, and the last book that I read that I my out of my picks that I liked the most was X Factor Seven, where uh, the new the villain that took over Siren has uh, tricked all of them to thinking that she left and she just has Siren's body. She came back at the end of the book. We find out that she killed everybody on the team. And the rest of them are hiding and shit in the, in a closet. Jeez. It's crazy. It's like wild as shit. Oh, and they also had a guest star in there that showed up this week on WandaVision. They had uh, Speed on there from uh, one of the brothers. I think it's Bob. No, which one, is, which one is Wiccan? Wiccan is Billy, right? Or is he? Yeah. So Tommy. Yeah. So find out Tommy's um, dating prodigy now. So both the Scarlet Witch and Vision son are are gay which is cool, because I thought he was straight the whole time, but good reading, he found out, nice little conversation between him and uh, Northstar about who's the fastest, and he's like, could you beat my uncle, could you, could you beat my uncle Quicksilver in a, in a foot race, and he's like, I could destroy your uncle Quicksilver in a foot race, like how, because I can I can fly at the speed of light, like, <laughs> that's how fast Quicksilver, like Northstar broke it down to so him, was like, I could destroy your father, your your uncle. And like now he's like, Oh, he wants to come over there now. I hope I hope they keep speeding the book since they ain't doing anything with him in like the young Avengers world and you know, Wickens, Wickens yeah. off in space and I hope he can just join him join them and be over there with them a little somehow, even though he's not a mutant. But those are the books I read this week. So it was pretty cool. Like this week. This week we got a bunch of shit coming out. So this week we have um oh shit what Was that got thor you got marauders king of black number four uh
1: oh god i'm sorry i didn't even mention that dude uh, i'm yeah. not even gonna go into mm-hmm. it but but the king of black marauders issue i I knew there's something i was forgetting the king of black marauders issue is so good yeah like so good <laughs> sorry go no on you're on. right
2: no, it's cool i'm just saying i'm just, just... no nah,
1: it's just holy hell yeah so so yeah um that that issue was so cool nick so essentially the marauders see this boat that uh well first off they need to go save a couple of mutants that they know that are now venomized in new york so they've got to take the boat to new york but they get caught up because they find a um uh like a like a a boat that was like tipping over right and they get all of the people out of the boat Mm and they were like all right is there anything else inside that we need to grab and like they're like no no it's like all a bunch of uh olive oil is what they said you know there's a bunch of olive mm-hmm. oil like it's no big deal it's it's all stuff that we can replace he's like all right and then uh, beast was Beast. no it was iceman yes. iceman goes back onto the boat just to make sure and what is half now sinking in the water is a cage full of humans that they were trafficking. Jesus. <laughs> and oh, it was it, it, was, it, it, it was Bishop. It. Bishop did it. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was Bishop. Yeah, and and uh, let's just say that they rescued those people and promptly made sure that uh the uh, <laughs> the uh, Traffic. the traffickers themselves were in the water. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> um so anyway so then they they were kind of displaced because um they said like oh well we're gonna take you back home like don't worry about it and all the refugees was like no no like please don't take us back home like they're the ones that sold us in the first place like we can't go back there and so they're like all right well we'll figure something out and basically at the end of the issue they find out that magneto in the count in the council has now granted them access to another island which is the island that came up in um the fantastic four and x-men crossover and basically granted this island for human refugees to get back on their feet Mm -hmm. so that they can go somewhere else safely and so one of the 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 women that were like uh part of the group was was talking to magneto it was basically like you know like how how can we like ever thank you how can we ever repay you and he was like i just want people to know that like you know we're we're here for our own preservation but don't forget this kindness that we've done to your race right and it's base and basically like floats off it was it was a really good issue <laughs>
2: yeah it was i remember that but yeah
1: Like, it's it's one of the few times I, like, read one single comic book and I'm like, man, this is how single issues should be written, where it's one and done, but it feels like a full, complete story. But they always have to make it like it's a special thing, as a one shot. When I'm like, this is just how an ongoing series should be. Right.
2: <laughs> That's why I was telling somebody one of my comic groups. I said King of Black, all their crossovers and all the the you know the one up issues, and uh, so they good. they're all good. Like this is the best crossover Marvel had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like everything is every, yeah. everything is tight. Like the way you know the storytelling mm-hmm. is, and then it's like they bring up stuff that happened in other issues and they bring up this stuff and there. Like is the end Dan- And
1: mm-hmm. and so some of it we can say is unnecessary because Marauders really wasn't a necessary issue, but it was such a good
2: issue. Right. Yeah, because they brought in X Factor number seven at the end of that book when uh uh Gateway's son uh, what's his, I forgot his name, Jesus Christ. But um he came and he came back to the the, the Sword Center and no, not an X Fact, I'm sorry, Sword. He came back to the headquarters and cable was there because of one of the other issues of their one shot, cable has been taken over by a Symbiote and shit. So now he's they gotta deal with like cable on the on the space station that has captured all of uh the sword team. So they gotta deal with that shit and that fallout, which makes sense because all that stuff happened in a previous book that had to do with the the king in black. So it all it all ties together in some way
1: yeah but I uh, i mean there's been, there's been some really good books so like go to your local comic book shop go check out some stuff because I guarantee someone will find something for everybody yeah hell yeah yeah,
2: definitely but
1: anyway hell is there any, uh, yeah. anything else that you guys want to talk about today
0: hell no <laughs> no I think that uh I think that kind of wraps it up for everything um You know, definitely what Quinn said get out to your local comic book shop. Um, They absolutely need your support more now than ever. Um, You know, there's something there for everybody, guys. No matter what you like, there's absolutely something there for you. Yeah, I want to break up this book that come out this week. I want to speak
2: on it. It, uh, It'll be fast if we can go after this. But as this probably came to my attention is a new book from an independent company called Scout Comics. They're coming out with this book called um, Black Cotton. Um, It's set in an alternate reality where the social order of white and black is reversed. In an elitist family, the Cottons are rocked by a tragic shooting. That begins to unravel long-standing family secrets that could not only destroy the family, but also to divide the fragile social climate of the world. I was like, Ooh, that looks interesting.
1: Hmm. It does sound cool.
2: Yeah, so I have to check it out, and I'll definitely talk about it um, uh, the next podcast. because I'll get it this
0: week and check it out. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. Wow. All right. Just copy me. Okay. Well, my name is Nick. <laughs> my
2: name's Quinn. And this is Sonny, and it's Carbots Collective.